welcome all history nerds. I am excited, like always, because on Studio Scoops, this is another podcast we are recording with our biggest history nerd, Mandar. Welcome, Mandar. Hi, Priyanka. As always, it is great to sit across the table with you and talk about history, explore the history of India through the point of view of the different battles and wars that India has seen over the millennia. Yeah, and you know what? The battles are not yet over. Sometimes I feel, you know, we might have been <laughs> peaceful. As oh, yeah. The way things are, probably we are look, we are staring at the Third World War, the way Chinese are going. <laughs> I know. And we can go on for days talking about what's happening in their country and how they are responsible for the current situation. But facts are facts and theories and conspiracy theories are theories. So, yeah. But Mandar, how how do you feel the last two epic battles were? You know, how did you feel while recording them? Did you enjoy? Did you did you do a lot of research for the third? First battle of Panipat in the episode one and then the battle of Tarai, Prithviraj Chauhan versus Mohammed Ghori. It was exciting. It was like revisiting those episodes that changed the course of history forever. So, yeah. explore karne mein to maza aaya hi. But because I also had you along with me exploring these uh, tentacles of history, it was really more fun, more insightful. Because it was a conversational way of exploring, investigating of what would have happened. Mandar, I think all the battles you picked as a history expert is crazy. Every time you talk to me about one battle, I go back, read. And I get more interested. So today we are talking about Battle of Palasi, right? Yes, Battle of Palasi, Palasi, Palashi, all are the same things, oh, uh, pronounced okay. in different ways. Bengalis call it uh, Palashi, the British used to call it uh, Palasi. And uh, just for some trivia, uh, Battle of Palasi actually goes down in history as not only a battle which changed the course of history in India, but also across the world. It is considered to be one of the most important landmark battles that changed the history of the world. Yeah, certainly. And uh, like the more I read about it and while we've been speaking, we can draw so many parallels to the Battle of Palasi, even from the current situation that the how the world trades are happening still how you know <laughs> how they, it kind of got the ball rolling i don't know if in the right manner or in the wrong manner we just got the ball rolling <laughs> well, that's true actually what you're saying and that what you're saying is absolutely right because i would put battle of plassey the battle between the britishers and the bengali nawab mm. as the first ever corporate war in the, in our history and what we have today, of course, is not real wars. It is more of corporate wars. But I would rank this as the first corporate war in the Indian history. You know, so why was this battle fought in the first place? And what were the reasons behind it? Who fought it? <laughs> so, okay, to answer your question first in one line, and then I'll elaborate on it. Uh, like I said, this, uh, this was the first of the corporate wars of, it, of its kind. And it was fought between uh, Sirajud Dola, the Nawab of Bengal, versus the Britishers. Now, how did it come to this battle? So, let's understand the basic background, the framework which led to this particular point in time. We are talking about the 1700s here. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, 1707, Aurangzeb, 
was ruling uh, India. Yeah. So Aurangzeb is one of the last major kings from the Mughal dynasty. Aurangzeb ruled for a long time. Lekin mm. uske jane ke baad, the Mughal empire was destabilized. Just to give you an example, between 1707, when Aurangzeb, after Aurangzeb died, to 1720, Hindustan had seen eight emperors, out of which only one died a natural death. All the seven of them were either assassinated or, I mean, or supposedly assassinated. It was a bloody throne that they were sitting on, literally oh, taking yes. <laughs> and their lives. There's a reason. They, so again, Game of Thrones uh, <laughs> ideology comes to life. You know, the thrones. When you are talking about the power struggle, it's always a bloody battle that is, yeah. and yeah. it's the same across the world. So India was no different. So between 1707. To 1720, yeah. Hindustan had eight emperors, out of which only one died a natural death. Baki ke sabka assassination hua. Iski wajah se basically the Mughal Empire was completely destabilized. While on one hand uh, the Mughal power was getting destabilized, it was further destabilized when people like Ahmed Shah Abdali, the Afghan warlord, and Nadir Shah from Persia. they invaded mm. india in 1739 and 1756 which further destabilized the mogal power in india matlab naubat yahan tak aa gayi thi ke basically the mogal power seat in delhi was just namesake wo sirf naam ka power tha actual power to sab jagah dheere dheere bat raha tha because there was there were marathas who were on the rise and fighting the moguls yeah and then and then we had the nawabs and the nizam to add to the whole mix was the whole bunch of foreign trading companies which wanted a piece of india which included british east india company the french east india company the dutch were here the danish were here the armenians were here portuguese were here My all God. of them were here everybody wanted yeah. to be in india and look now tables have turned everybody wants to be out of india <laughs> <laughs> yes that was rich in its products silks mm. handicrafts spices the europeans always wanted it in yeah. fact to just add to what i just said right now uh pehle ye sare trades hote the by land route okay mm. so basically jo silk route kaha jata hai uske parallel dusra ek route chalta tha jo india pahunchta tha and used to connect to europe now constantinople constantinople which is today is istanbul now okay this mm. is trivia basically constantinople was captured by the turks today is okay. istanbul and they blocked the route for the europeans to come over to india Ooh. this is what forced this is what forced the british the french the uh, the dutch the danish people the armenians to look for a sea route which can bring them to india because the demand for the indian goods was very high in europe Okay. So that is the reason why these shipping companies came into existence, which were looking for a route to India, which eventually happened thanks to Mr. Vasco da Gama, mm. and then the others followed eventually and started trade through the sea route. But you would never, you you did not rely anymore on the uh, on the land route, but the sea route. So basically, who are kya? That mm. Indian goods were always in good and great demand in uh, Europe. 
लेकिन उस समय बिकॉज द लैंड रूट वॉज देयर सो प्लेसेज लाइक बगदाद बसरा एलपो दीज वेरी मेजर ट्रेडिंग सेंटर्स लेकिन नाउ विद द लैंड रूट ब्लॉक एंड द शिपिंग रूट कमिंग इन टू एग्जिस्टेंस इट वॉज दीज पीपल वेर डायरेक्टली गोइंग अराउंड दर्ल्ड कमिंग टू इंडिया and taking the products directly to europe without any foreign intervention but uh, you know it's so strange that you know all the battles that we spoken before two of them hmm. were fought for pride but this like you said <laughs> is it, it certainly doesn't look like there was any any love interest or any <laughs> power struggle it was completely money that is coming into the you know meko jitna samajh aa raha hai मेरे को ना अभी वो फेमस लाइन्स याद आ रही है वो फिल्म आई थी कंपनी फ्रॉम राम गोपाल वर्मा उसका एक गाना था तंदा है पर गंदा है ये मदर हाउ इज दिस ऑल हैपनिंग बिकॉज़ देयर वर स्टिल किंग्स देयर वर स्टिल क्वींस देयर वर स्टिल लाइक इंडिया वाज स्टिल वेरी मच देयर इन फंक्शनिंग इन अ वेरी ओल्ड सिस्टम सो हाउ वाज दिस वर्ल्ड पावर शिफ्ट हैपनिंग यू नो आई वांट टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट बी Uh, associates of the Mughals down south became the Nizams. Okay. Similarly, in east they were called the Nawab. It was the corporate greed which eventually led to the war. मतलब basically ये होता था कि the British, the French, the Dutch, everyone was allowed to do trade with mm-hmm. India. Of mm-hmm. course, by the uh, permission given by the Mughal emperor sitting in Delhi, and these guys were overlooking the trade. The Nawab in east. ठीक mm-hmm. है. लेकिन धीरे धीरे ओवर द इयर्स दे हैड रियलाइज दैट द मुगल रूल इज अनस्टेबल एंड वो ग्रेजुअली होने ये लगा कि ये ये लोग स्टार्टेड डिमांडिंग फॉर मोर एंड मोर कट ऑफ द बिजनेस दे वर गेटिंग बिकॉज दे रियलाइज दैट द ब्रिटिश आर द ब्रिटिश द फ्रेंच द डच दे आर प्रोबेबली मेकिंग टेन टाइम्स मोर प्रॉफिट्स देन वॉट दे आर गिविंग अस तो दे सेड तो सिराजुद्दौला वेंट अहेड एंड सेट कि भाई वी वॉन्ट अ बिगर शेयर ऑफ वॉट यू आर वॉट यू आर गेटिंग दिस इज एक्टली वेरी रिलेटेबल इवन टूडे राइट मतलब आज कॉर्पोरेट में यही तो होता है यार मतलब एक तरफ कॉर्पोरेट होती है होते हैं एंड एक तरफ इट इज दी हाई हैंडेडनेस ऑफ ऑर्गेनाइजेशन एंड देन देर आर माफियाज ऑल्सो इन्वॉल्व वॉन्ट अ कट ऑफ एवरी एवरी वन वॉन्ट्स अ पीस ऑफ द पाए राइट द प्रॉब्लम अराइज ओनली वेन द पीपल हु आर डिमांडिंग दिस पाए द ग्रीड बिकम्स बिगर तो सिराजो दौलाज ऑफ द वर्ल्ड demanded more cut in the uh, money that the british the french were making the french mm-hmm. were okay with it the british were also okay with it but beyond that point at one point you were only giving away 10 rupees now you mm-hmm. are saying that you have to give away 90 rupees out of the 100 you earn that's not going to make sense so mm-hmm. that's how it started when the british did not adhere to the demands of sirajuddaula Mm-hmm. uh sirajuddaula forced his hand and conquered uh, the port of uh, uh, the williams which is basically mm-hmm. us time ka kolkata ka base ye samajh lo aap us time pe kolkata naam ki koi cheez nahi yeah mm-hmm. kolkata is actually one of the biggest legacies the british left behind <laughs> mm-hmm. and by the way again just more one more trivia to give you a uh, lot of people might not know that Kolkata was British East India's first capital, not Delhi. Oh, wow! Yes, Kolkata was the first capital of India when it it completely came under the British rule, and then the capital was shifted towards Delhi. Kolkata, okay. that's why has a great British legacy. With very interesting, so, and also the part that the kings were just just there for the just for the name. The name thing, I mean, stamp there. एक रबर स्टैम्प थे उससे ज्यादा कुछ नहीं थे नवाब सारा ये कर रहे थे एंड आई थिंक दैट इज द रीजन नवाब्स एंड द वे दे वर फंक्शनिंग दे वर पेइंग अ वेरी 
hefty uh, price for you know taking care of that particular piece of the land to the king and you know this whole power and money was such a such a thing which was going hand in hand that you know i now it all makes sense that one king cannot rule the whole country so he needed these Correct. people to you know manage and at Correct. the same time Correct. uh you know these true, people true. were being being exposed to a lot of foreign money and it was completely a corporate war now as i i now when you're talking about it makes so much sense so so uh, mandar how did the war happen i'm very interested because paisa aa raha tha trade chal raha tha negotiations bhi ho rahi thi par war ki zarurat kyu pad gayi very interesting question that you asked and the answer lies in the corporate greed Virat Jodhola wanted a bigger piece of the pie. Uh, he also wanted that the foreigners who are trading with India, who are under his control, so okay. apart from collecting the taxes uh, from these earnings, he also wanted to say that you can do this, that you can do that, you can't do that, you can't do that. Also, the British were also, I mean, they were not blood and blood. They had started uh, these port cities that they had built. so british wanted to fortify their fort so that agar kal kuch problem hoti hai koi violence hoti hai to they can protect it protect themselves from the invaders to matlab ye to galat baat hai na tum apne meri country mein aake tum apna ye ek alag se portion bana rahe ho jisme tum apne aap ka protection rakhoge apni ek choti si garrison rakhoge ek army rakhoge to ye kaise chalega just to give you an example how it all started uh, the east india's east india companies founding charter East India अच्छा जैसा मैंने पहले कहा दिस आर कॉर्पोरेट वॉर सो लॉट ऑफ पीपल थिंक स्टिल के जो ईस्ट इंडिया कंपनी के लोग थे वो ब्रिटेन से आए थे वो ब्रिटेन को बिलोंग करते थे देवर फंडेड बाय द किंग और द क्वीन नहीं ऐसा नहीं था ईस्ट इंडिया कंपनी वॉज अ कंपनी इट्स रिटर्न इन दर नेम इट सेल्फ ईस्ट इंडिया कंपनी इट वॉज अ प्राइवेट लिमिटेड कंपनी विद नंबर ऑफ इन्वेस्टर्स इन टू इट Okay. and it functioned like a private limited company the decisions of east india company were taken by a board of directors sitting in london okay wow so now now i feel that we were being ruled by a company not a country for so many years oh my god love <laughs> I, i absolutely agree with you don't you think so we are living in similar times right now <laughs> yeah seriously mandar i mean this is like a black hole situation <laughs> oh yes oh yes so just to yeah history always repeats itself we the smart people need to take lessons from it and uh, learn from it and get better than what we have done as a human race so just to go back <laughs> east india company's founding charter says <laughs> that uh the east india company's founding charter authorized waging war and it had always used violence to achieve it end ठीक है द ईस्ट इंडिया कंपनी सीज टू बी अ कन्वेंशनल ट्रेडिंग कंपनी ग्रेजुअली एमिंग टू सिक्योर एन इंटरनेशनल मार्केट फॉर इट्स सिल्क्स एंड स्पाइसेस एंड बिकेम एन एग्रेसिव कोलोनियल पावर ग्रेजुअली इन लेस देन फोर डिकेड्स द ब्रिटिश ईस्ट इंडिया कंपनी एम्प्लॉयड अ सिक्योरिटी फोर्स व्हिच वाज ट्वाइस द साइज ऑफ ब्रिटिश आर्मी व्हाट आर यू सीरियस twice the size of british army that's crazy yes, matter but because we were talking about uh, the gradual evol- evolution of uh, uh, the east india company and yeah. by the time battle of plassey had finished and a few more years had passed british were everywhere 
Okay. Okay. So it was ultimately the corporate greed that we are talking about, right? So yeah. East India Company fortifications करना चाहते थे. सिराजुद्दौला ने कहा ये तो हो नहीं सकता है. मैं करने भी दूँगा. He goes ahead and in 1956 conquers Fort Williams, Kolkata, okay. basically. Okay. Okay. ठीक है. And drives the British out. Now okay. this was a very interesting time for the British. उनको उनके लिए करोया मरोवाली स्थिति. South में the French East India Company were more dominant than what english were okay okay, okay. east may already sirajuddaula was actually by french by, uh, french side so mm-hmm. british were on the receiving end and they decided ke bhai karo ya maro wali sthiti hai agar yahan pe kuch nahi karenge to matlab india se nikal jana pade yeah so they sent robert clive with a company of 3000 men and artillery to retake kolkata this is how the whole setting off war began in, in 1756 they so, wanted to get their biggest port where they were getting maximum revenue back <laughs> correct correct like a game of monopoly happening <laughs> totally it was a game of monopoly and why why they put everything behind this particular uh, campaign is because everyone wanted a piece of the east india that was the most lucrative business center you want to be mm-hmm. there मतलब यू नो जैसे अगर मुंबई में हो तो यू नीड ऑफिस इन इधर साउथ बॉम्बे और बैंड्रा कोरला कॉम्प्लेक्स इफ यू वांट टू बी द बिग गाइस सो इट वाज ऑल अबाउट दैट सो दे वांटेड अ पीस ऑफ दैट दे कुड नॉट अफोर्ड टू लूज व्हाट दे हैव एंड व्हिच इज द रीजन व्हाई रॉबर्ट क्लाइव वाज सेइंग नाउ रॉबर्ट क्लाइव के बारे में भी इंटरेस्टिंग बात करेंगे हम लोग रॉबर्ट क्लाइव द मेन हीरो ऑफ द बैटल ऑफ प्लासी was an interesting guy actually let's let's keep it for later when we talk about the actual war between whom and whom very intrigued to understand what was happening on these battlefields that you know what was what were they doing were they i mean it's very interesting for me and there are so many parallels like we keep saying we can still draw from history and apply it in our current situation was this only the trade which was leading the whole thing or were there other reasons for these wars and you know of course of course so british were smart enough uh, clever enough to figure out ke infighting bhi bahut ho rahi hai because the yeah. empire at the center is destabilized they took mm-hmm. advantage of the situation with trade on one side and human greed on the other side mm-hmm. so that's what is basically your lead on question to who were actually fighting the war right <laughs> so yeah. robert clive robert clive uh rides out from uh st george that mm-hmm. is madras towards hugli which is to uh, today's kolkata that time fort williams acha uh to retake sirajuddaula's uh fort which he had taken over from british at that point in time mm-hmm. wo pahunch gaya udhar aur usne chess ki game khelna shuru kar okay now इन फाइटिंग थी ग्रीड थी वो सब तो पता ही था तो उसमें उन्होंने बहुत स्मार्टली एक काम किया ही स्टार्टेड प्लानिंग एंड प्लॉटिंग अगेंस्ट सिराजुदौला बिहाइंड इज बैक एंड ऑन द फ्रंट ऑफ इट ही प्रिटेंडेड की वी डू नॉट वॉन्ट वॉर फ्रॉम यू वी वॉन्ट बिजनेस हम लोग बिजनेस मैन है और कुछ नहीं है हमको बिजनेस करने दो और कुछ नहीं चाहिए बट बिहाइंड इज बैक ही वॉज प्लॉटिंग एंड प्लानिंग फॉर एवरीथिंग अगेंस्ट सिराजुदौला so he had offered mir jafar mir jafar was sirajuddaula's uncle he was conspiring with him ke you help me out in the war against sirajuddaula 
and we will remove Sirajuddaula and make you the Nawab of Bengal. So basically, apart from want, that, they wanted to use our weaknesses to get against an us. Yes, yes, mm. yes. There were many merchants from Bengal who were backing this claim because Sirajuddaula be. 24-25 young time. He was not a seasoned war campaigner or anything. Sirajudola was high on inheritance that he had received from his grandfather, which was basically the, becoming the Nawab of Bengal. So everything golden plate, silver spoon. So he was a very tyrannical ruler. Isko maar do, ye, he, I think he is conspiring. Usko maar do, ye kar do, oh wo kar my do. god. So, this, this is insane. You know, when you're talking about this, it's this just gives me a picture of Tarian Lannister in my mind, you know. <laughs> how, <laughs> how, yeah, you remember no, the first episode, he was shown, you know, coming, uh, he was sitting in some some field or some place, which is like a barn. And Technically, everyone wanted Sirajuddaula out of the picture. And the British offered them the plan. With Mir Jafar, they said, you will make Nawab. Then, Sirajuddaula ne ek aur banda tha jisko maar diya tha one of the major political players in the Nava, uh, in the Bengal scene uski jo widow thi she wanted revenge so she started conspiring and helping british then on the other hand there were these merchants uh, jagat seth kehte the unko jagat seth is basically the biggest of big merchants who would be very influential in creating policies uh, in the court of nawab so unko bhi britishers ne apne side kar liya so the battle plan was basically laid and they were moving towards executing it. And that's where the battle of Plassey started to happen. I also mentioned earlier that Robert Clive about Now, Robert Clive in itself is a very interesting character. Okay, He's called the founding father of the British rule in India. But do you guys know that Robert Clive, when he first arrived in India, he was actually an accountant for the British East India Company. He was not He's meant to fight, fight wars. <laughs> yes, he was an accountant, a simple accountant who used to write books. And uh, I am now so so surprised. We had like the biggest of Yodhas, like Prithvi Raj Chauhan winning battles for India and all that. Now we <laughs> when an accountant who was leading a battle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, let's call him the destiny style. Probably this was what his life was meant to be. Yeah, because circumstances forced him to take up the sword in one particular battle, and he proved it not only with his valor, but his battle tactics, and that won him recognition amongst the directors of the British East India Company in London. He was actually shortly recalled back to London. Uh, after he was first uh, uh, initially in India and won small battles for them in the Carnatic Wars. And they realized that this guy has the gift, you know, to, uh, to tactically handle the battles. Because ultimately, when we are talking about battles, they are first fought in the mind and then on the battlefield. So this guy was gifted to see all these things too. And that's when they sent their best man they thought could uh, get them out of the well. And he not only got the British out of the well with Battle of Plassey, but the, he won them a whole empire, a whole nation. So that was Robert Clive. 
Same. I mean, now though I I do I don't like him for ruling our country, but I have a lot of respect for this guy's brain. You know what was he? <laughs> what? Yeah, मतलब सोचो ना इसने इतना plan और plot किया कि तुम Game of Thrones में भी लोग मतलब वो तो fictional fiction है फिर भी ये आदमी real में इतनी planning plotting उसने की थी to pull down a Nawab and Nawab of Bengal में सिर्फ Nawab सिर्फ Bengal का छोटा सा area नहीं आता है. It was the whole mm-hmm. of West Bengal and East Bengal, which is today's Bangladesh. Whole of Orissa, portions of Baksar, which is portions of Uttar Pradesh. But also the fact that you know it all depended on a port and the strategic location and how the battles were being fought, you know, at a particular port. And you know, it's 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 crazy. But yeah, the amount of planning this guy must have done is beyond my imagination right now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and see uh, i think so what makes this battle really great is that it was against all odds that the british won the battle of palasi now that you know east india company won the battle of palasi but it was not an easy win it had many twists and turns and so if you want to know more about what actually happened at that war tune in to the second part of this interesting episode only on studio 2